Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games. And uh, I guess I'll just uh, get us started here to... Uh, uh, shit, man. You have the first I'm video off. game. I'm off my game here. Hold on one sec. Let me your take video a break. You're I'm off a, your video re- game? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to let you start over. No, we are, we are powering through. I was in save it for the cast mode. I was in save it for the cast mode. <laughs> this is a cast. All right. I got to restart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I got in my head there for a sec, but it's okay. I was caught off guard when you like introduced me. I was like, wait, why is he saying my name? What's happening? <laughs> I think that might have even been not I'm not blaming you, but I think that might have I was like, wait, why did John hesitate there? Is something is our internet connection like wrong? I just started like panicking. For hundreds of episodes. <laughs> oh man, I know. I still get nervous every time. I don't know what it is, but every time. It's because you right. care, Kevin. It's because you care. <laughs> All right, here we go. Take two. Everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name is Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games and uh, taking another stab at this one. <laughs> I was feeling a little rusty on that intro as we tried it last time, so we're rolling into this uh, fresh. It's been a little while since we've sat down and recorded a uh, proper episode here. We've had some busy schedules. Yes, Thankfully, sir. we were able to kind of stockpile up and get some stuff done. And in the meantime, I've actually kind of un like recently i've been doing a ton of gaming a ton of streaming actually i had the house to myself for a couple weeks was kind of bouncing around between a handful of different games and i finally last time we sat down and talked actually john you talked me in i still i haven't fired it back up yet but you talked me into popping in uh tears of the kingdom i was like i'm re- I'm ready to give it another chance and then i was like you know what i still haven't <laughs> no, actually started mario <laughs> and rabbits yeah i was like i still haven't started mario and rabbits sparks of hope i think i might have mentioned uh on a save it for the cast. I can't remember if I did or not, but I met I, if I didn't, I picked it up recently for 30 bucks because uh, yeah. it was on sale. And I was just I was like, oh, man, I've been wanting to check this game out. I really liked the first one, Mario and Ra- uh, Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, yeah. And I guess first and foremost, it's just kind of a miracle might not be the right word, but just the fact that Rabbids still exist <laughs> in this universe, like the fact that like some weird, <laughs> random, like spinoff character of Rayman that to the Very best of my knowledge, were, yeah, like they weren't even characters from the Rayman games, right? Like they, uh, to the best oh. of my knowledge, maybe they, maybe there were rabbits like in Rayman or something, but to the best of my knowledge, like raving rabbits, like that was when they were introduced. Maybe they just like alliteration they, as much as we do. They were they just like Ray, Rayman raving rabbits. They're pre-minions, obviously the same thing, but it's, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the minions were inspired by the the rabbits and stuff. And that that first game was definitely a ton of fun. Like, again, just kind of like a mini game, almost like Mario Party meets WarioWare kind of situation. Wait, the raving rabbits thing? Yeah, the very Do you first. You played that game? Ray- I don't think I Ray- ever played that game. You never played Rayman Raving Rabbits? No, that was like a that launch, was like Wii first title appearance in two thousand six. Oh, okay, and it's a it was a really fun game. Like it, really? it did lose its luster, kind of similarly to uh, WarioWare. Like so, not all the WarioWare games, but hey. like WarioWare on the Wii, like the first go around. I thought like, you were all these minions. No, well, maybe that too. I've never seen any of those movies, but uh, I could see that being I, I the same. But like, need to share that rabbits, known in France as lapins, cretins. <laughs> <laughs> 
pronunciation spot on, I'm sure. I always but. forget that Ubisoft is French. Oh yeah. That is true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are. And yeah, so French. like I, I was kind of I was kind of almost cracking up too. I was like in my head, I was joking around, like, man, I had to go get a Ubisoft game to get a Nintendo game that was up my alley. Cause like, you know, yeah. whether it's Mario Golf Super Rush or Tears of the Kingdom, there's just been a bunch of Nintendo games. Hey. There's been plenty that I've enjoyed as well, but there's been a bunch that have just not been speaking my language lately. And I did really enjoy Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. And again, oh, yeah. not only do the Rabbids still exist, but they're now in a hybrid universe with Mario <laughs> games that somehow Nintendo released the reins and was like, sure, Ubisoft, you can you can go ahead and make some games. <laughs> and and the first game is like, it, you know, I, I can't remember if it was on one of our practice episodes or one of our proper episodes, but I know it was one of the very first games that Randall and I were like, we're going to dig into this one. And again, yeah, number one, it's Mario and Rabbids combined. And then they were like, and let's put that in like kind of an XCOM style game. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> whatever, whoever decided this, I don't know, but I'm kind of glad they did because it's it's crazy. The only real beef I had with the first one was that right off the bat, it, I got some kind of like addition of it that came with these downloadable like skins for weapons. weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like extra upgraded. So it made like the opening battles just like a total cakewalk. And the way that game worked, the very first one. Uh, and again, it's just crazy that this is a series, uh, but you kind of like you're walking down, like everything is like very linear, which is seems like it would be more up my alley. And I, I'm going to kind of lean towards Sparks of Hope here, although I do really like both games a lot. I recommend both pretty, pretty highly um, if you're into the sort of game. They do have the same like same things that I would complain about in a lot of tactics games. Like it gets a little tedious when you're like, OK, I want to activate this ability every time. And sometimes it plays like a little cutscene. Yeah. Uh, and you can like skip through it, but it's such a short cutscene. It's like, is it even worth skipping? I don't know. Right. Um, it's it, like it it doesn't even really save any time to skip it when you activate certain things. But uh, but yeah, the real difference between the first game and the second game. So the first game, the thought that I sort of started there is like everything's kind of on this like linear path there's a few branching paths that you can like find some secrets off but it's kind of this like isometric kind of diorama style level but very that you're like kind of just walking down corridors and then like the one thing that was really cool about that game though was like you would very clearly see like okay here's a flag post that like as soon as i cross that line like cross over this gate like i'm gonna be in a battle and you can even Mm -hmm. see the arena is built right into the world map like they're there was loading and stuff. I think it would do, it would like go into some kind of battle sequence, but you would pretty much go right into the battle where this game kind of works more like you have like on a way smaller uh, world than like a, a map in Mario Odyssey, but it's more like a map akin to that. And then you're kind of roaming around in an open world sort of setting. And I I've cleared the first section and then I'm now making my way to the, the first zone was kind of like a sand desert area if i'm recalling correctly now i'm not even 100 percent sure about that it might have just been the time of the blocks and stuff no <laughs> I, i'm talking about the i'm talking about the new one here oh. uh, Sparks of Hope. um and then jumped over to the uh second area which is like a snow themed level but again both of these are kind of more like again you have like an overworld map checkpoints you can like place a pin okay this is where i want to go this is where i want to go to the next area and then there's random like enemies on the screen which you can just get into kind of like random like little battles with which you would kind of do like almost like paper mario style like you can even run up and get like a slide tackle in and get like the jump on them i don't really know what advantage it gives you i was never able to figure out what that does because sometimes they get the jump on you but i never maybe it was just a tougher battle or, or easier battle and i just didn't notice but it never seemed like enemies spawned with like damage taken already or something like that um but Uh, You also have like kind of these main checkpoints that are more like story driven missions that are like so those those other ones are more optional. They'll just be like a Goomba roaming around or a bomb 
and you can just it'll have like a level above it and you're like okay i'm level five that bomb's level four i'm gonna go slide tackle it and activate a battle and then it just good in this new game it just goes into like a totally you know separate battle screen you're not battling on the world that you were just in it's oh, similar theme and everything but it's totally its own uh segment and there's kind of like little boss battles but same same deal all different types of enemies you got a bunch of different characters that you can use and kind of the the main beef i'm having really is like i have so many options like all these different uh they're bringing in like the sparks or the like lumas i think they were called from mario uh galaxy oh yeah and you can use those characters like that you get a bunch of different ones that you unlock and find along the way and they give your characters secondary abilities and you can like level those up and level your characters up and Thankfully, there is like an autofill option, so you can just be like, okay, I haven't really used these characters much, but then all of a sudden, oh, I have it's forcing me to do this battle with Rabid Mario right. and Peach or something, and I haven't touched them at all. So I was like, okay, let me just autofill and it'll be good enough for me. And for the most part, I've I've just kind of leaned into that because it hasn't seemed like uh, I'm playing on the normal difficulty. Uh, and there is a harder mode, which maybe that would make the battles a little more interesting. That's really my only real gripe with both games. It got to be a little bit I don't want to say easy because I did struggle a little bit more with the first one, I would say. But but with this one, because your movement is the, the main thing they change here, too, with uh, apart from like the way you enter battles and stuff, the the movement now is all like open ended, fluid, like it's still turn based, but you don't you're not on a grid anymore. You just have mm. like a radius that you can move within. Mm. But that sort of makes things like it makes for someone like me where I'm sitting there thinking like, OK, I want to maximize my movement. Like one of the things you can do is a team jump. You can like bring your every time if you're like within the range of another character, you'll see like the yellow outline of where their mm. like distance they can move is. So you're like, OK, let me position one. Like the nice thing is you can move your character, then re, then switch characters, then move them again as long as you haven't attacked yet. So but because of that, I feel like I'm constantly like, OK, I can get a little bit further if I get like if I make sure that I can team jump with everyone at least once and like chain my team jumps together, like it gets to like, it's that to be where I'm like, over, you yeah, spend and I'm like your entire it. turn, just like thinking about the maximizing every <laughs> single opportunity. Yeah. It, it, it's like that, but so far, at least on normal difficulty, I haven't really needed to, I've kind of been able to, for the most part, cakewalk my way through the battles. I haven't, I, I have lost a couple of them, I think, but mostly because I just like didn't heal properly beforehand or whatever but i will i've played about five hours in i haven't played in probably about a week and a half so i'm a little rusty on on all the info and stuff but the battles mostly work kind of the same like they have different elevations to them they have like blocks that are you know clearly like these are taller like you can hide fully behind this and then this is like more of like a half you know gears of war style that will be like a 50 percent yeah uh situation but yeah all the characters are have pretty different unique abilities. I've been going uh, mostly with uh, Rabid Peach, Mario. In this game, they don't make you keep Mario in your party. I think in the first one, you nice. had to have Mario uh, in your right, main party yeah. for most of the battles, unless it was like some kind of specific you know, challenge or something. And, and maybe you even had to just use Mario always. Um, but in this one, you can, yeah, just use anybody. But it, do- it just seems like it's more like preference. Like, which attacks do you like the most? Uh, they introduced this other new Rabid character, which isn't any kind of Mario... 
hybrid character. It's just, I, f- I already forgot their name, Edge or something. Like, it is, like, the voice acting, like, they don't have any, like, the only voice acting is for Beepo, which is your character. Um, that's another thing they change, like, Beepo, and, like, in the first game, you kind of control your little, like, Roomba yeah, robot Beepo character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this game, it actually just kind of hovers over your main character's head. So it feels a little more one to one, but oddly, because I just got so used to the other one, it felt kind of it felt took a little getting used to. I was like, oh, man, I'm used to paying attention. But anyways, like Beepo and those like robot characters are pretty much the only characters that have voice acting. And they just kind of are really obnoxious and certain like it's like it's just like really cringe, like lowest quality, like cartoon voice acting I don't know. It's it's I thought it was really bad. I was like mocking it the whole time while I was streaming whenever it came up. Uh, but other than that, I'm I'm really having fun with the game. Like I said, I did take a little bit of a step away from it just because I was like, I feel like playing. I've been a little bit preoccupied with doing some job hunting and stuff. So I was like, I've been playing some more like Kingdom and some games that I'm a little more just even more familiar with the comfort uh, foods. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I but I will say this one's fun. It's a, it's got a nice level of challenge. Like maybe if somebody's like really deep into strategy tactics, maybe this wouldn't provide enough challenge or enough uh, depth. But I. I think it's pretty cool. The the fact that somebody decided to make these games and <laughs> and continue the series on is is pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd be happy if they made another one. And apparently it seems like they're going to do the same thing uh, like they did with the first one, do like some bonus DLCs. I don't know if they're nice. going to do like extra character. Like the first game, I hear that like Donkey Kong DLC is even better than the main game. I remember that when uh, that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I never scooped that up. Just no, I, was like, I well, didn't I never even. Well, because I was like, I never, never finished the game. Like, what am I doing here? I know. Um, and realistically, will I finish Sparks of Hope? I have no idea, but I'm, I'm glad I bought it. Um, I'm, I'm glad I picked it up. It's cool. I, I, I will say it looks a little less nice. I remember like really kind of raving. Like, I think I remember talking oh, when we talked ago. about it way back in the day. I was like, man, I remember just booting up that title screen and oh, yeah. staring at it and thinking it looked amazing. And this one, I did not have that reaction, but it still looks good. It's fun, charming, colorful. Uh, as long as you're willing to put up with a little bit of like rabbits nonsense and shenanigans it's a it's a pretty cool game but uh but yeah why don't i kick it over to randall for some of the stuff uh you've been playing lately a nintendo switch is long in the tooth now man that's, i that's know it's been out for thing. a while yeah i know six years it's kind of a yeah. kind of a ways there time to move yeah. to the next thing nintendo give us that half step at least i don't know <laughs> yeah there's rumors yeah. wasn't that the oled you know, it kind of yeah, was. Sort of was. Sort of yeah, was. Yeah. As as an owner of the OLED, having that whole, you know, uh, the stand, the kickstand is like the whole back of the system. That's like revolutionary compared to this, that little puny guy. That I'm always worried I'm going to yeah. snap that thing off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so, like, no, where you hide the SD card doesn't count as a kickstand, guys. That's not. No, I see what you tried to do. That's not valid. But we're here to talk about the <laughs> House of the Dead remake. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. So the House of the Dead is uh, a Sega developed game uh, initially <clears throat> back in 1996 came out on Saturn. Unfortunately, because I no longer have a CRT television, I can't play light gun games on those platforms, mm. which is really unfortunate because I love light gun games. Um, yeah. You, you know, you still got the Wii stuff. That stuff works. Yeah, the Wii, course. the Wii kind of brought that stuff back yeah. in like the you know the close, the easiest way to do it in a you know at least in that era. 
It was. And you even you have a little plastic peripheral thing where you can stick your Wii remote on top of it. And it kind of sort of works. You know, you still have the trigger. So it's it's OK. Yeah, but you still had to have the sensor bar and yeah. you know, a few extra, few extra yeah. shenanigans to make it work. Yeah. Yet another cord that cats like to eat through. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the this House of the Dead remake came out in 2022 to not great reviews at all. Lots of performance issues. No great way to replicate the light gun feel um, on modern platforms, which, of course, was going to be an issue. Like you'd say back in like besides we, you know, PS3 had its own kind of light gun controller. There was that era where, you know, they were yeah the PS move and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, there were like some pretty good one to one like movement things. Yeah. And then they kind of just went away from that stuff, more or less. I guess VR might get into that a little bit, but, you know, otherwise for that for this sort of like dumb, fun, I've had a couple of drinks, multiplayer stuff. It's just the market (laughs) in the tech is just not there. Right. Um, So all that to say, I did not buy it when it came out. I saw the reviews like, oh, that's a bummer. I guess I'll not do that. And then um, recently they uh, both patched that game and they dropped it to a very deep discount compared to original price i picked it up on sale i saw oh they had patched this where the oh the gyro controls apparently are way better after this patch on switch okay you can use the joy con gyro you know i've used the joy con gyro in other games like breath of the wild and some other games were like oh it's pretty convincing gyro you know it's good yeah, motion yeah. control so i could see that potentially working so I'm like yeah sure i'll throw a few bucks at that so got uh, bought that when we were on vacation, came back and wanted to play it on the big TV, not the little switch. So, you know, set once again, set up the joy cons with the weird uh, grippy thing that it comes with that you use twice to uh, put it on top of the rail. So the, the individual joy cons feel more like an actual real controller um, and uh, played through House of that remake in, oh, gosh, probably about 45 minutes tops. <laughs> it's one of those sort of experiences. Like it's arcade, because like, they want you to be able to yeah. play it and like while you're at the arcade waiting for your movie to start or something, you know? Yeah, quarter muncher, right? It's, and yeah. it's yeah, and there's like four or five levels. It's all dumb fun. But, you know, all that to say, it, it actually works well enough now. It's like there's always like a cursor on screen. I, you know, the... The game, if you're willing to to accept it as a corny, cheesy, even back in 1996 game, and now it's 2023, and, you know, yes, there's a sort of new coat of paint, but not even really, uh, I'd even maybe argue that the original version would look better if they just would have direct ported that potentially, and from, for my tastes anyway, right? Um, but yeah, well, even when we talked about that Panzer, uh, Dragoon yeah. remake, like it looks good, but it's like almost like that fuzziness on Same Saturn developer. just gets lost. Yeah. I was Same wondering, developer. I was wondering. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, mega, mega pixel studios and that, you know, to be fair that that remake got better reviews than this one did. Yeah. And uh, that remake is good. Yeah. I wasn't trying to slight it so much, but it is like, it just yeah, loses a little bit of that loses. Saturn magic. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Same deal where like these games are awesome, but something got a bit lost in translation. The soul of it gets a little lost there. Right. Um, but it does work. The gyro does work all that to say. And you know, it's, it feels a little bit more like you're kind of, it almost feels more like you're like controlling with a mouse and cursor as opposed to, you know, light gun pointing, I would say. 
but it okay. still works. Like it's still like, okay, I'm going to rest my like hand and wrist, like on the edge of the couch and like kind of control it that way. Like kind of sort of still points it up at the TV and it still kind of does its thing where, cause I can see the cursor the whole time of yeah. where I'm aiming and I'm the blue cursor and Tina's the red cursor. And we're both shooting at zombies and not the people walking across the screen and, you know, trying to blow up all the, you know, barrels that are randomly around all of these haunted mansion settings, you know. So what's yeah, the yeah. button that shoots? Uh, I think it's still A and B is reload. Like there's no shoot off screen to reload. It's like mm. A is shoot and B is okay, reload. It's not the trigger, which probably would have felt better, I guess. But yeah. it's not that. That's that's kind of what I wish, like, because, like, I'm think like, as you're describing, like, using the Joy-Cons, all I was thinking about is just, like, man, the Wiimote really was perfect for that. Like, yeah. just the trigger on yeah. that, like, yeah, just feels yeah. so good yeah. and natural. And, like, I just A don't think... A very natural the, one-handed controller. Definitely. Yeah, yeah like, the Joy-Con, like, I, I was thinking, like, yeah, I guess I could see it if it was, like, ZR and, like, you were right. doing it. But, like, even then, like... It wouldn't be like it would be left. One would one controller would be left hand. One would be right hand. So you can't really do that. It would and have to be one to of the face buttons. Either. And they're yeah. so yeah, I was gonna say they're so small, so it's probably easier to kind of move them around when you're mm-hmm. pushing buttons. Yeah. Like I know that's a problem I have. Yep. Um, when I'm playing with just the Joy Cons in my hand, I'm like always like fidgeting them around and stuff. They're not great. The Joy Cons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're <laughs> annoying. I I yeah. don't love them. I don't love them. And I don't even really love my Hori split pad as a solution. I definitely love it b- better than using my oh, Switch on its own. But comparatively, yeah. I still like my hands still end up getting cramped up and tired. Maybe it's just, you know, it just could be my hands. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um, the Pro Controller is kind of mandatory for the Switch at this point. Yeah. Or an 8-bit, though, yeah. like one or the other. Yeah. yeah. You definitely need something to upgrade for sure. Yeah. But it's still, you know, it's it's dumb arcade fun. And after that patch, I think it's still worth five or six bucks if you think you're interested in those sort of games. There's not many other options otherwise on modern platforms. So, you know, yeah, it seems fine. like if you're like if you ever have like people over. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, that, like it seems perfect for you can literally play through the whole game in 45 minutes, like after yeah. dinner. Let's let's rip through House of the Dead before you head home. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and that you sounds kind of fun. A Wii or Wii U to play those those house of the dead or ghost squad or any of those games that are, you know, better and in yeah. a, with a better controller in closer to a native format, you know, yeah. then this is your next best option. That really was the treasure trove era for like oh, the yeah. rebirth of those games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Could probably do a segment on all of those games. Cause I think yeah. I bought all of them Yep. during yep. that era. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. That's all I have to say about that one. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, the other game that I did want to talk about too, um, I want to talk about Mighty Doom again, but it's also a little bit like existential about, um, my experience Yes, <laughs> with mobile gaming, with, with mobile games. Yeah. Uh, I had talked about this before, like, I think a couple of months back and like I had said before, and it's still the same. I'm not a huge mobile gamer in general. But, you know, there can still be valid game experiences there. I'm not saying that. It's just, you know, I, I more traditional, you know, game controller sort of player typically. But the pick up and play is intoxicating if you get a mobile game that you really like. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's like even like a one handed game. I don't even have to hold it with both my hands. I can use one set of fingers. You know, that's cool. Um, 
Yeah. But I will say I, I get but then there's like all the the daily check-in stuff and you know there's the you know the one-handed gameplay, you know, there's layers that they added on to that with your weapons and making the numbers go up where that can feel good. But then it's like, am I just doing this because I'm just into the routine of this more than I actually like this? Is this just becoming something that I'm doing because I'm always doing this? Like, is this, is this just my go-to because, you know, life is difficult sometimes and I'm just turning <laughs> I am this thing nodding <laughs> with like increasing intensity. Yes. <laughs> Do I actually like this? Or uh... <laughs> Well, on, on a slightly brighter note, I, I've been feeling that way about I'm not going to talk about this game or anything, but I've been playing a bunch of Kingdom lately again. Yeah. And I've been even having that thought like I love I would put that in like my top 10 percent of games I've ever played. And I still I'm like, I'll go back and I'm like, do I want to get punished again? Like, this game's, <laughs> I don't know if I want to go back. Do I even like this or am I just like in love with the aesthetic of it and like just going back to well, the comfort of it? Yes, that's the key you of have it. Played that I paid for. It, like that's once true. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Own and the a game, game that like teases you is rewarding and creates that experience for you versus something that is manufactured to engage your yes. attention. To dangle the carrot, to literally constantly. dangle the carrot in front of you yes. for the whole time while you play. New yes, that, that is a that is a testament to Kingdom's good game design yes. as opposed that's to true. That's mobile true. games <laughs> manipulation. Yes, it yeah. is mobile game Spot manipulation. On. Spot on. It was to the point where, like, I'm playing it every day, and then I'm like, oh, I probably should start using, like, my index finger on the side instead of my thumb because my thumb's starting to hurt the way I have to hold this with my hand. And, and nope. like, wow, that's kind of gross. Like, that's that's not good. And, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't. It's not even like I'm playing this a lot in, in any given day. I'm just playing it every day. So there's just, like, the repetitive nature of it that way, right? Both the, just physically, let alone the yeah, yeah. wasting of my time. You know, I, I <laughs> deleted Twitter off my phone a while ago for numerous reasons, and that helped my cause. But if you fill that space with other garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the Mighty Doom slot machine. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It is. It's the Mighty Doom slot machine. That's exactly what it is. It's not even bad. The game itself is not bad. Yeah. But at some point, I'm like, what? What am I getting out of this anymore? I have I, I have endless games, real endless games behind me, and otherwise, or things I could be spending my time on, things I need to do around the house, things, uh, task list of things I need to take care of, and yet I'm just uh, turning this thing on um, every day until I uninstalled it uh, yesterday. And, and that was that's the way that's the hard the same with Twitter. And then you're just like, I'm deciding that I'm done with this. And then I am, you know, yeah, and there's a lead straw. up, right? This yeah. didn't just happen in a nutshell. Like there's like three or four weeks ago, the pings like, eh, should I still be doing this? Is this a good use of my time? Obviously, it's not. But it takes a long time for it to, you know, you can't just cold turkey this stuff. Right. It's like. Yeah, you, you don't just stop smoking and, one day. Yeah, that's just that's just back. Yeah, that's <laughs> built. It's like built to be addictive, you know, like it. Yeah, because from the sound of it, it doesn't sound like you were really that hooked on the game all that I, I much. Don't know. It was I just like it every day. Yeah, it's like it got the hooks in you, but it wasn't like the game. It's I don't know. It's, right. it's just interesting. Yeah, it yeah, is. What if, it, what if it was the game and what if it was the routine? What just if it was the, the comfort of just the, the filling psychology. something? Yeah. That routine, man, there is a lot to be said about how I don't comforting like it. that can like I don't, just no. like, I want to fire this up. Like, that's bad. Yeah. 
I don't want yeah. that. That that's not good. I I want new novel experiences or to build upon positive things and not just do this thing because I can touch it because it's saying, oh, we're recommending this to you amongst your top five most touched apps. No, get out of my face. Yeah. Man. Hey, at least you were able to pull the plug before it got uh got too bleak. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so this wasn't the the transition I imagined, but the <laughs> the transition that we deserve. We deserve, yeah. Uh yeah. is mm-hmm. I I am reaching endgame in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I I had like a brief moment of like clarity of like what I have been doing for the past, I don't know, 50 hours of gameplay mm-hmm. is I have just been leveling up all of my armor and yeah, which getting, is, yep. maxing everything up. And that's that's yep. a huge part of the game. Like yep. if you want if you care about that, I obviously don't need to do that because nope. I have all of the I have so many max level like equipment that I don't need my the one that gives me lightning proof. John, you like, get a set <laughs> bonus if you max out the whole set, and you never know when you might need that. Well, you only need to like level it up <laughs> twice to get the set bonus. You don't oh. need to level it up four times. So and is that I just am... like similar to the Breath of the Wild? Like you just have to collect the right number of materials and whatever, and then yeah. yep. craft it wherever. Oh yeah, and that it's a nice like, little cycle. But it's a yeah. it's a great way to get you to explore specific parts of the map. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. am at the point where I have basically the majority of them are like completely leveled up at this point. And I was like, Oh, well now I have to find a new thing to like be the overarching goal in this game. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll do all the quests. (laughs) But like, I had that brief (laughs) moment of like, Oh, I'm going to complete this game in, in the grand scheme of things relatively soon. Right. And that was, the moment where I was like, well, I guess this game is no longer new to me. And I was thinking about, it's like, well, if I want to start a new file on this game, that will be me starting it from the like beginning. But the thing that I loved so much about Tears of the Kingdom was it was a game that I hadn't looked into at all. It was a game yeah. I didn't follow during its development. And yeah. I was really excited about having a game that people also didn't know anything about as I was playing it. And like, I couldn't go to a guide and see, look up things because nobody had played it and nobody knew anything. Yep. So it was this yeah. like new wonderful world of mystery and like yeah, discovering a things, on, a game on that scale too. I feel like that, like to get something like that, that's to- you're kind of pretty much going in blind. That's sweet. And that was my favorite part of playing this was the fact that I was like refusing to like know anything and I didn't want to like do anything that was like guided by anyone else other than my own experience of the game. And I this was the first pang of like, oh, this game is no longer new. This game is like going to become and I've been following the Hyrule Engineering subreddit, which is just people (laughs) doing the wildest stuff with the <laughs> mechanics in that Sandboxing game. Sandboxing it. Yeah. And like, but like to the point now where they're like, okay, this specific dungeon in this area has one item that like the the physics of this item behaves differently than any other item. So they have isolated that item, brought it out, oh auto builded it, and then built things using it. 
And it's like, okay, now this completely breaks the physics of what like build <laughs> items with because it is like right. it weighs less than this <laughs> item should and is more aerodynamic. You discovered fusion. So like we are going to get people doing this like just constantly now because yeah. that's what people were doing with Breath of the Wild. People oh, yeah. were using yeah. the mechanics to do wild things in it. Yes. And now they're using they're already starting to do that in Tears of the Kingdom. This is becoming very quickly a solved game and it just came out. Yeah. And that what gave me my own little existential crisis of like Good God, how, like, short is the lifespan of anything in, like... Seriously. In a community that is so intent on exploring every nook and cranny. And, like, this is a game that I was, like, ecstatic with how little I knew about it. And seeing that, like... It's not the magic isn't gone, because I'm still very seriously being, like... Yeah, I'm ready to boot up a second file immediately. Like I'm I'm going to beat the game yeah. and then start over almost immediately. Like I love this game. It's not lo- it hasn't lost anything in value, but the experience of having a game for the first time and like yeah. going with that sense of wonder and not knowing anything. That was a thing that I really wanted to do and I got that feeling, but I'm like I don't know when the next time i'm gonna feel that is yeah and that's the same magic with breath of the wild too right and i was wondering because i i felt this way i've still never actually beat Mm. breath of the wild i avoided it either on purpose i felt myself coming close to the end of breath of the wild i'm like no 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 i don't want to stop this because then it like and in a way, it's like if I beat Breath of the Wild, these side quests like lose importance in a sense, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's an end point there. And I don't know. Did you feel that same way, John, as far as Breath of the Wild? And did that same thing happen in that game that happens now in Tears of the Kingdom coming to the end? Probably like the thing with Breath of the Wild was that was the game that made me create five different user profiles because the way that saving works in that game is that you can only have one file per like profile so i would (laughs) just made multiple i literally started making user profiles Uh. and i kept track of them by naming them after earthbound towns because i'm a freak (laughs) so yeah i had like on it for one Tucson, like awesome. threed that's one four side yeah just, you know like what, i'm though? like I'm glad, that's perfect i'm glad you I'm, i was gonna say i'm glad i'm just glad you mentioned that because i haven't thought there's sometimes where like i'll start up a game and like i'll play a little bit thinking like oh this is a cool game i want to stream this or whatever and then i'm like oh but i don't know how to delete there's no way to delete a save file but i want to start it from the beginning but i should just boot it up on a different user i, I don't know why that never crossed my mind yeah so Pokemon thanks for the idea style. there no problem man. yeah but yeah, I, I don't know. Like there, there is something like, especially with Zelda games, I have always had a, the first file in those games is my 100% file. Mm. And then yeah. everything else. And that's kind of how I am with most games, to be honest. I think like I, I'll always have the first save file be the 100% and then the other ones are fair game. And I kind of, cycle in them like lord knows how many metroid prime 2 files i've like deleted and started (laughs) but like the the first safe the file one never gets deleted oh no yeah for sure yeah that's the original yes so like there's still like a level of preciousness that i have 
in like the the first file of mm-hmm. every game. So like I I but there is when I replay these games because I replay a, a lot of them, like I will pick and choose which like side quests I do or which ones, but then I kind of like not necessarily mapping an optimal path, but like going through and being like, I'm doing this because I want to. I'm not necessarily doing this for completion's sake. Like yeah. the the first file is the one that all, all my neuroses get dumped into. The second <laughs> file is where I just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do feel like I, I can't speak as much to Tears of the Kingdom, but I can only imagine it's as big, if not bigger than Breath of the Wild. And I do feel like when you have yeah. so many side quests, you can just kind of pick like, OK, I'd. Like, I was like, oh, okay, the Korok things aren't all that fun in Breath of the Wild, so, like, I'm just going to do these ones. Or even just, I, I only like these types of Korok puzzles, so I'm just going to do those, yeah. you know? It mm-hmm. just kind of becomes like, okay, there's so many things to do, I can just do what's fun. But I did kind of do similarly to Randall with Breath of the Wild. I probably didn't get anywhere near as far, but just was like, okay, I feel like I'm making too much progress. Let's let's go off the beaten path and find some stuff. And then, Wait till the DLC comes out at least, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly, especially because that really made the game a lot. Do they have yeah. the tracking in Tears of the Kingdom? Can you track oh, yeah. your path? Okay. No. And they track that was on... That was only in the DLC of Breath yep. of the Wild, if I recall correctly. You do, and the way that they do the tracking is that they have Is that have a thing it... I don't have yet? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Randall, how are you playing this game? However, yeah, I that want. was such a crucial item or what element in Breath of the Wild. Do how some they, main yeah, how do they story do, quests. I don't want to do any What main is story. wrong with you? I don't have to. But how do they? How do they do that with all the different layers too? Is there like a three D like shaded. depth to things? Okay, so like they're hot. Well, they are dull when they're on a different. If you've seen the path that you've taken on a different layer, but then when you go to that layer on your map they're highlighted or they're brighter. Oh, so you can see if you've gone over the path above ground, but haven't done it below ground. Oh my God. It's so good. It's it's so good, but like, okay. So a point that uh, I want to bring up, uh, that was the actual topic I wanted to bring up <laughs> on Tears of the Kingdom. But, you know, hey, we'll be, be talking, talking Zelda about for a while. Time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, can, we exactly. can cut it short. But like so much of that, I really there was a there was a good discussion on Run Button uh, that I was listening to on Tears of the Kingdom about how like Breath of the Wild was so deliberate in like making you explore uh, like every nook and cranny or feeling a sense of wonderment and accomplishment uh, for that. And like, yeah. then they brought up is like, it does feel like Tears of the Kingdom at some point is kind of disrespecting that level of exploration. Like that all the mechanics are built around, you know this, let's get you moving as quickly as possible across the map. But like at yeah. the same time, I'm like, as someone who has exhaustively like traveled across the entire map of breath of the wild like over and over and over again like removing that level of friction entirely by and like allowing you to do it in so many different ways like even the uh like uh i don't know if we need to say spoilers at this point like i i feel like we need like people know that there's spoilers but i'm still going to say it just in case and randall i don't know if this is spoilers because i have no idea what you've unlocked <laughs> um, <Not either>. um <laughs> but uh, have you unlocked any of the skydiving outfit no 
Jesus Christ, Randall. Um, <laughs> so there is an there is an outfit. Sorry for spoiling this for you. It's fine. That unlocks a secondary ability, which is skydiving mobility, which increases with if like you know this gives you three levels and oh, like it increases the amount of like lateral movement you can do while skydiving. And oh, man. Have you done the Rito, uh, uh, not Divine Beast, but whatever the temple is no. for that? I visited those. I visited those Rito dudes. No, I've not do done that temple. That. Good God, do that temple now. Oh, where's like, that temple? I haven't done any temples. Oh, just do that one <laughs> because that will unlock another thing. Okay, um, but like, All right. just in terms of the movement in the sky that that unlocks and like those two things unlock give you a much broader like granular level of mobility between just falling skydiving and like paragliding paragliding very slowly and losing all your stamina yes and it 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 introduces like so many levels of granularity between those like movements of like mm. ha- like very fast like what was it that would be I'm trying to think of that would be y axis x axis or z axis but like the way that that this that tears of the kingdom treats 3d space and like makes it so that you can traverse 3d space in ways that are equally comfortable man and equally like like that none of them seem like a hurdle like yeah. every single dimension is like cared for in a way that i have never encountered in a game ever Jeez. <laughs> it, it is it, truly incredible how much they're like okay if we're going to like do the skyward sword sky islands yeah and that that would be like how do we make that not suck (laughs) how do we make this actually enjoyable to do and like there are times when i'm like either sailing through the sky or like just going in the depths like with a like glider or something Mm -hmm. and i was like this just feels like wind waker like the way that they're but it's wind waker in 3d like you're no you're not bound to the like just I guess is that too. Yeah, that's just X axis, you know, and Wind Waker. I mean, you can still move. Yeah, water. left. Yeah. So, so it's, it's like a, top down. It's like essentially top yeah. down. You know, you're just able to go about yeah, you're forward, not, no left, depth. and right. There's no depth. Yeah. yeah, right. So like introducing that, but like actually having things, and especially in the depths when you're like, yeah, it's, oh, my favorite thing in the depths is like seeing a light route in the distance. Yeah, and then like you as you go towards it, suddenly it disappears. And you're like, well, what the fuck got in in between me? How would like I like just the way that you don't expect like obstacles to you you encounter in 3D space where you think you have all the information and then it like throws a curveball at you. It's that same level of like exploration that Breath of the Wild would do, but just in completely different contexts. Like and it's three layers. (laughs) It's wild to think that they would like 
find a way to incorporate that, but in a completely different way, because they're like, well, we can't do it in the same way because you've done it. Like Mm -hmm. we have to do it in a way that feels novel and interesting and fun. And it does it. And I'm love it. I really like this game. Me too. (laughs) I, I really do. Again, maybe that's maybe there's some psychology behind. I don't want to do the real stuff because I want to maximize all the side shit. And that's why I'm avoiding it on. I don't know. I don't know. But it it unlocked like doing the main stuff at least until you unlock all the features you had in Breath of the Wild and then do a little bit because I'm also like me. Yeah, I've got like I'm pretty sure it might be the last thing or the last quest like just sitting there but i'm like i feel like there's more mm-hmm. i feel like there's more that i'm just missing and i'm i i don't want to take that plunge yet until i've exhausted everything totally like, until like i really have nothing else to do other than the last thing and then i'll be like all right i'm taking the jump but it, waiting for the dlc at least at that point oh my yeah God. And hopefully that that feels okay if you're doing that as Are a post credits yeah. Are they definitely doing DLC? Like that's a fact. Well, or? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I just we have. Yeah, we've we, we made a like bad habit out of predicting sure. Nintendo doing sensible things. <laughs> uh, so well, yeah. they've 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 definitely yes. been on the DLC train in in recent years. Not for every game, but they've definitely done a lot of those like season passes. Like even yeah, I know mm-hmm. I know it's Ubisoft, but Mario and Rabbids has another season pass thing again. You know, a lot of the stuff they release does have that. So mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't remember Zelda having that off the bat, and I think you could with breath of the wild because i'm pretty sure i bought either that or i bought some kind of bundle that was, it was just a dlc both expansions yeah put together or something a, yeah. i don't remember but yeah this didn't have like a season pass built into this one yeah i don't remember there but being breath like of the any wild didn't options, at the beginning either it didn't it did, at launch no but it okay, i was launch. i was remembering it being at right off the bat but yeah maybe not it, it it, i remember launch. it being like you could buy it but it didn't release right off the bat but yeah maybe not maybe no not, not even that no I, I think it was at least a few months out before they announced it and I, I think the oh. dlc you could buy as a season thing and i think maybe that came out in installments again this is stuff we could n- research beforehand <laughs> and yeah. not just that's no fun that's no fun <laughs> <laughs> Either way, yeah, I'll be curious to see if they do because obviously the game seems to be massive. I know, John, you you oh. cracked three fifty hours last time I checked. Shit, um, <laughs> you were you were even at push, pushing four, um, and uh, Randall cracked about fifty, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So, jeez, oh, so I'm not well. <laughs> and, how, and Randall, you're still obviously again. We're, we'll be touching on it as you make some more progress. Oh yeah, uh, as well. But you're Milking still having a good time with while. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love this game. I love Tears of the Kingdom. I, I think it's magical. I, nice. I really do. And that's I'm slow playing it. And I'm just I've, I've been I'm in my armor upgrade cycle, just like I was with the uh, Breath of the Wild. That's kind of what I'm spending my time on right now. I haven't even unlocked all of the fairies or whatever, but that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, just finding the MacGuffins uh, and then getting armor and like, oh, look at this armor I got in this cave. Well, I need to upgrade that now. Who cares about quests? Let's just go upgrade armor for a while more. Yeah, it's, it's yeah once I feel like one armor I'm, is also such great, like new little gameplay oh, wrinkles. Awesome. Awesome. Oh. Way bigger and more expanded than Breath of the Wild in that regard. Yes. But I and I'm sure yeah. I haven't, you know, touched half of it yet. 
All right, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm or gonna, any I'm of it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, just keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like we said, we'll definitely have more Tears of the Kingdom uh, to come. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I don't know anything else before we uh, wrap up the app tonight, guys. That's all I got. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, as always, you can find us on the internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com uh, and a bunch of other places. But otherwise, uh, we'll be back next week to chat some more video games and whatnot. And uh, yeah, until then, take care, and we'll uh, catch you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>I Maybe. guess, but they weren't even in that bad of a shape. No. Let's let's record. And does and doesn't that in theory make them harder to unload too? Like if they it, have a big salary, you got to get somebody to I cover. I mean, yes, but that's they always find a way off of these like impossible contracts. In yeah, this I was weird. I was actually dying yeah. when this the they had this guy and I just turned on ESPN the other day and this guy was like talking about uh, they were talking about Damian Lillard uh, asking to get traded or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, this is one way he could go to the I forget what team they were even talking about now, but they were like, it'd have to be a three team trade. And like yeah. they'd have to trade like their next like six years worth of draft picks. And then this player and then like, yeah. I was just like, this is ridiculous. He's there's no way this is going to happen. Like, there's no point of you taking five minutes out yes. of this show <laughs> to tell us how the one possible way that your algorithm tells you that, hey, this trade would technically work. It's like, yeah, maybe in a v- fucking video game, <laughs> like when you're literally just it's just, you know, deciding yes or no. Trade Machine is my favorite. Boxes. Uh, they have a website that like will like because the only thing it checks for is like total contract value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you just put in like so pe- like everything is like people being like, all right, we're going to trade LeBron for these 30 <laughs> players <laughs> from these teams. <laughs> yeah. And it's like. Trade is successful. Successful. Like, yeah, easy exactly. enough. It That's technically exactly. works. <laughs> yep.